Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. In the secret place. Tell your neighbor, I dwell in the secret place. I'm like Moses. I'm a proper child. I want you to know tonight that God has a good plan for your life. And his intent is that Satan has no authority or power over you. That's why the Bible says, when the parent of Moses noticed he was a good, a proper child, they hit him. God is hiding you for a greater time that is coming. And for you, some of the greater times that are coming are not too far. Yeah. You have been hidden far too long. Can you tell your neighbor, you have been hidden far too long. Tell your neighbor it's a time for your revelation. Hallelujah. Even though Moses was a child, he was hid. And the Bible tells us the princesses of Egypt came and picked him up. Hallelujah. He was not born a king. He was not born a princess. But a prince came, princess came, picked him up, and his stature changed. Your stature has changed in the name of Jesus. The way you have been looked at, the way you have been taken before, that status has changed in the name of Jesus. You see, the Bible says, we overcome him by the blood and the word of our testimony. The testimonies that we're given here are powerful testimonies. They are supernatural testimonies. This is the hand of God in the affairs of men. May the hand of God come into your affairs in the name of Jesus. I see your circumstance change and turn for the better in the name of Jesus. So you have to understand that when Moses was just hit, the parents might have said, oh, we wonder every night, every day they were worried. You see, but when the day of revelation has come, it's no longer about who's your neighbor. It's no longer about who you know. God is in it. Can you tell your neighbor, God is in it. Who can be against it? So God is with you and God is in it and his intent is to make sure that you prosper. Hallelujah. It's to make sure that you break through. But you have to understand the passageway of Moses. He was hid in a secret place. You must be hid yourself in a secret place. Most people are not hid in a secret place. This is a secret place. You are here. Others are not here. Yeah. This is a secret place. When you read, Jacob says, I did not know that this is the gate of heaven. Yes, he says, I did not know. He came to a place that looks ordinary, but it was a supernatural, it was a portal, it was a gate of heaven. May you enter into your season in the name of Jesus. May your spirit open up to the call of God. May you be hidden in him. You see, part of hiding, part of hiding is prayer. Part of hiding is fasting. It's good to fast with all of us on Wednesday. But some days you just need to make the decision. Pastor, 
Mamidi. You just need to make a decision. I'm going to be different. Others are eating. I'm not going to eat. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. The parents of Moses had faith. They believed God is coming true for me. Can you tell your neighbor, God has come true for me. Yes. They believed. They had faith. They believed. This is what God wants for us. This child will not be lost. This child will not be destroyed. That's the same plan that God has for your life. You might look at your circumstance and think, oh, it's the end. The way things are going, I'm losing everything. Listen, God is in it. Yeah. You might look at yourself and think, oh, things are not working. When you look at the parents of Moses and the whole of Israel, the parents were crying daily. But Moses was hid in God. May you be hid in Christ Jesus this day. Jesus is our hiding place. We hide ourselves in him. We are found in him. We are hidden in him. We have to have faith in him. The story that was given that uh, our beloved sister decided I'm going to give a tithe. To give a tithe is to believe the supernatural. It's to be hidden in God. It's to take your finances and hide them in God. Yes. It's to take them and say, Lord, I believe your way. When everybody else, Azama Zama, I'm going to, to, to come to you. I'm going to believe you. And you listen to the testimony. It's a very powerful supernatural testimony. Hallelujah. Yeah. Was it this morning when I got a testimony? What's up for whatever from Pastor Messias? Your prophetic word has come to pass. Yeah. Maybe one day he will tell his testimony. We have a conference next week. Who knows? Hallelujah. You have to believe. The Bible says by faith. Can we go back to the book of Hebrews 11? It says by faith the parents of Moses believed. You are in the hidden place of God. Your enemies, those that have desires, your, desired your demise, they will be shocked that you are preserved in the midst of difficulty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, by faith, when he was born, was hid for three months. When you come to Jesus, you will be hidden. Yeah. When, you, when you receive Jesus, you are hidden. You are no longer available in the public market. You have been taken off the market. You have been purchased with the highest price, which is the blood of Christ. Your, your, your change has come. But I want you to see verse 24. Help me, please. Hebrews eleven twenty four. He says, "By faith, Moses, when he was when he was come to years, in other words, when Moses was of age, was like you. His mind was working. When Moses' mind was working, when Moses was mature, when Moses could make a choice, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh." Even though there were benefits that could come to him. Moses refused to be called son of Pharaoh's daughter because he understood something that most people don't understand. Listen, we choose Christ out of choice. Yes. 
We choose Jesus. I'm born again, not because my parents are born again. I'm born again out of my choice. I'm preaching the gospel. I'm testifying. I'm doing a prayer of three. I'm reaching out to others out of my choice. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God to what? Unto salvation. When you come to Christ, you experience the supernatural transformation that has come because of what Christ has done for us. The Bible says when he was come to years, in other words, when Moses was fully mature, when Moses had friends and everybody else who told him you could be riding the best horse in town, you could be driving the best car in town, you could be having all the nice, beautiful girls, all sizes, big, small, tiny, tall, and all of that. You could have all of them, but guess what? Moses, when he was of age, he said no to sin. He made a decision, no boyfriend for me. No girlfriend for me. Jesus, only nothing more. You get it? When he was of age. When he was of age. When he was of age, he made a choice. I'm following Jesus. The Bible says it there. It says he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh. I can imagine if it was you. If Bill Gates was here, was your father, stepfather, by adoption. Hey, we'll be suffering. <laughs> we'll be suffering. Oh, you'll be coming with your jamming equipment to jam our things to prove that you are, you are powerful. I'm going to tell you somebody. Can you tell your neighbor, be of age. Tell your neighbor, mature in the things of God. Yes, you must love God. Make the decision. We are having the, 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 the greatest catch. It will be a shame to come alone to church. Then you are immature. You are not of age. You are a child. You have no understanding. If you are still holding on to your boyfriend and say, oh, if I tell them about Jesus, what about my boyfriend? You are still a child. You are immature. You are a no, 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 a na, na, na. You are a baby. <laughs> you are a baby, a baby, small child. Oh, you're holding on to your boyfriend. Oh, he will marry me. Listen, the brothers in the church, they know already that you have a boyfriend. They will never propose you. Oh, sister, you think they don't know? They know. <laughs> they, they know. Obambile, now Bambile. They know. Satan is a time waster. Yes. But when Moses was of age, when he became of age, Moses, he made the decisions. I'm parting with my old way. I'm choosing a new way. This new way is the way of Christ. Yeah. But you, you are thinking, oh, my boyfriend is buying you a fake, a fake Chanel bag. Fake fake. It's not the real bag. It's a fake. <laughs> With a fake perfume. <laughs> Jesus, have mercy. Hallelujah. Most, David said, I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, their children begging for bread. For a season, you look like a fool. But you are hidden. You remember the best verse. 
you are hidden in Christ. No, you, are no, you are no longer desirable. When people look at you, they call you Mamfundish. They call you Mamfundish. Make you mockery of you. That is a hiding place. God is hiding you. He's making you not to be tasty to the world. To be repellent to the things of the world. Verse 25, please. He says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Choosing rather to do what? To suffer. He, he is a prince. He's got all the things going for him. It's not like the people who say, oh, I came to Christ because my boyfriend dumped me so bad that I had no other place to go. No. There are people who say, oh, I'm, I'm full-time in the ministry. Listen, when I came to the ministry, I was flourishing. I was flourishing. I was doing very, very well. Very well. Every person that heard I'm coming full-time, they say, you are crazy. They were the ones who were crazy. They were smoking. I was not. I was sober. They were high. I'm going to tell somebody. Yeah, your work can intoxicate you. You will not serve God. Yeah. Your work can intoxicate you. You will not give your tithe. Your work has intoxicated you. Moses says he chose to suffer by faith. By what? By faith. Moses believed suffering for God is good suffering. Can you tell you neighbor, suffering for God is good suffering. The greatest, one of, one of the greatest sacrifices is abstinence from sexual intercourse. Did you hear what I said? One of the highest sacrifices is abstinence from sex. He chose. Choosing is a choice. He chose rather to suffer affliction. The feelings that you have for a man, sister. He chose rather to suffer affliction. You get it? Yes, Moses chose. He chose to pay his tithe at the expense of the needs that he had. Brother, he chose. He did what? He chose. This, this man, Moses, when he was of age, he chose rather to suffer lack for the purpose of God. If he was in Pharaoh's house in Egypt, he will have everything, but he will lose everything. I don't know if you get it. He will have what the world could give. But he will never have the supernatural power that enables him to do far beyond what the material thing can do for him. The Bible says, rather, he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Make the choice. You cannot be a great person without a sacrifice. The Bible says, Jesus learned obedience by the things he suffered. It was a choice. He went to the cross. He was not taken to the cross. It was his passage. He went to the cross. He was hung on the cross. He was crucified on the cross. It was his choice. When he was praying, he made that choice. He says, not my will, but your will. He was mature. When Moses was of age, what about you? Are you of age? Or you are a baby? You are a child? You come to church religiously. Oh, they said we must come. Let me go. Oh, let me sit down. When we say let's close our eyes, we are the first one wanting to escape. Today, faith is a choice. He chose 
to suffer. Oh, you are giving your tithe. Yes, I'm giving my tithe. I'm choosing to suffer, not to drive a specific kind of car. Oh, I'm choosing to suffer, not to stay in a specific kind of, of, a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a town because I have to honor God. Hallelujah. I chose not to have a girlfriend because I'm giving the highest sacrifice, which is my sexuality to God. Even if you don't say amen. Maturity demands that you make a choice. You make what? A choice. It is my choice to pay my tax. It is my choice to keep myself sexually pure. I was thinking about it that I've been married for 30 years. And I was thinking about it because we are having a wedding this weekend. And I was thinking about it and I say, wow. I've, there's no woman who can come and say, this guy touched me this way, that way. Listen, you are all beautiful. All women, my slogan is one. There's no ugly women. The day a man tells you you are ugly, you should know Umopali. It's good here. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to get to you. So the only way to get to you is to try and reduce you so that you can feel uh, pity for yourself and you think if I sleep with him, he will feel uh, my status will increase. He chose to suffer. He, the Bible says choosing rather to suffer affliction. You don't know what is affliction. To be afflicted is to be beaten. Things to be taken away from you. To be in leg. Paul, when he talks about it, says, I know what it is to be in abundance and I know what it is to be in leg. As a Christian, it's a choice not, not to, uh, to, to show off. It's a choice to spend your resources for the kingdom, for the advancement of the kingdom. Not that I cannot do it. No, I can do it. But I've rather chosen to let go of what is precious to me. God in the book of, of Genesis talks to, to Abraham, chapter 22. He says to him, give your only begotten son. Your, listen, Abraham had more than one son. You don't get it. But when God speaks to him, he says, give your only begotten son. Your, your, the one that you love. The one that you cherish. The one that you protect. The one that you guard. That is the one I want. That is the one that I want. That's what God is, is wanting from you. God wants that one thing. That one thing. For you to suffer it. Your boyfriend. Huh? Your, 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 your girlfriend. We know their brothers. They have a secret affair. Listen, sister, if, if a brother says, let us not talk about, let nobody know. <laughs> run, run. He's, the man is not serious. Listen, he chose to suffer affliction. Yes. Jesus, the Bible says, he did not take it robbery to come down to earth to be like a human being. Jesus didn't take it as a demotion to lower himself. To a point of a man. The Bible says he went even lower, more or less than a slave. Jesus 
reduced himself. He chose affliction. He chose shame. He chose suffering for our sake. Even you today, Jesus can take your shame. Jesus can take your suffering. Jesus can take your hardship. All the difficulties that you are going through, Jesus was hanging on the cross for you. That today may be the day of your freedom. That you may be set free from all the burdens, from all the heaviness, from all the lack that you experience. Like the young woman who was saying, I gave my tithe after my cell leader spoke to me and she experienced the supernatural. May the same be true of you. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, he chosen rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. People are not making a choice because they are enjoying sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is what? It's death. But the gift of God is what? It's eternal life. If you choose to suffer for God, you will have eternal life. God will bless you ten times more. Drop your boyfriend, you'll see. You'll be married. It's not a joke. It's a true story. Take it. There's a prophetic word for you. Drop the girlfriend. Drop, drop the girlfriend. Drop the girlfriend. Drop the girlfriend. You are delaying yourself. Yeah, you are delaying yourself. You are delaying God in his plan for your life. Verse 26, please. We want to finish. We want to finish. We want to go home. Uh, it says, esteeming. He, he chose to suffer affliction. It says, esteeming the reproach, the shame that came with Christ. You see, when you work for Christ, there is a shame that goes with it. It says, esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Some of us, we value the treasure of Egypt. Yes, we value the treasure of Egypt. What are the treasures of Egypt? We value the treasures of Egypt. What the world esteems, that's what we esteem. But the Bible says, Moses chose the place of Christ that as Christ was ridiculed, was mocked, was looked down on. Moses said, I will carry Christ daily in my life. I will carry my cross and I will follow him. It will be a shame on Sunday we come here and you decide I'm not going to go because I have no one. It will be a shame. It's the greatest catch. We should do everything within our power to show our love, our affection, our commitment to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we should show our affection, our love, our commitment to Jesus. The Bible says he, he chose the reproach rather than the passing treasure. Egypt has got treasures. There are things that they value in Egypt. Yeah. You know, I went to a wedding this past week and it was two by two. With big glasses. You can see the glass is an abnormal wine glass. It's big, huge, extremely huge, extremely huge. They don't even have, they don't even have, they are just forcing it. <laughs> passing pleasure, passing pleasure. It's like the Bible says, you drink wine and when you wake up in the morning, the same wine you drank afflicts you. You suffer the shame of your foolishness. 
But here, he chose to suffer with Jesus. I want to say to all of us here, choose to suffer with the Lord. You better be standing and say, I don't have because I've given. You better be saying, you know, I'm not going because there is more work to be done. I have to win souls. I have to do this. I have to do this. I'm going to be in the cell because it's very critical that the kingdom of God advances. Than for you to be sitting at home watching um, uh, uh, soapy. May the Lord have mercy. The Bible says, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He had an expectation that there's going to be a great reward for his suffering. You cannot suffer for God for free. The Bible says, if, if you honor a prophet with a glass of water, you will be rewarded. Did you hear what I said? The Bible says you will receive what? A prophet's reward. It's the coming to pass of the words that the prophet has spoken. That's the prophet's reward. The prophet says to you, you will prosper, you will succeed, you will not fail. In the midst of difficulty, hardship, and everybody else failing, you will rise up like a wild plant that grows in the desert where there's no water. You will do it. And say, amen, I receive it. Glass of water. Saving the Lord. Taking affliction, taking the shame, because there is a great reward. Verse 27, please. Let's finish. By faith, he forsook Egypt. By faith, he did what? He forsook the world system. He looked at it and said, oh, this is great. The things that the world celebrates. He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of a king. Which means his king, his adopted father, his king... Was, was not pleased. You remember when Israel was crossing the Red Sea, Pharaoh with his soldiers were coming. He was not afraid. He was not afraid. There is a movie when they show the crossing of the Red Sea, but we will come, we will come to the verse. That people are thinking, oh, this is, I like the verse, because the verse says Moses walked on the sea as if it's a dry land. So it's not the imagination. The imagination of man uh, talks about the parting of waters. But my verse in the New Testament, the parting of waters was an imagination for men to be able to go in. But Peter was not the first human to walk on water. Moses walked on it. Listen, you can walk on water. I said you will walk on water. Yes, you will walk and show the supernatural. You will walk and people say it's not possible. Nobody can do it. And you will do it. They will look at you and say it's not possible. We are coming with you. We want to know what is it that you are having. He says he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. He endured. He continued. It's, it's a continuous walk of faith. He endured. Those who don't want to endure, they will not go very far. I was talking to the leaders. I said, to be a, a shepherd is a serious work. You have to enjoy. People say, I'm coming. I'm just by the corner. Lying. I'm just by the corner. I'm coming. I will be there. <laughs> you will have cell by yourself. <laughs> you will have cell by yourself. You start, you start the cell the same way. Sing your own song. Lead your own intercession. Give your own testimony. And then receive your own offering. And preach to yourself. And respond to your own altar call. And say, I repent. And then from there, 
uh, pray for the sick and pray for yourself and say, Lord, I pray for myself. I thank you today. Then you prostrate. You fall on the floor. And say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> then you have not suffered affliction. You don't know what you are talking about. You have to endure. You have to do what? To endure. For a knife to be made, we put it through fire. We hammer it. Whatever that you see, that the cars outside, everything that is in the car has gone through the fire. That engine has gone through the fire. The, the, the covering, the material outside, the steel that is covering the car, it had to be molded under very top heat. If you are going to become that which God wants you to be, you must endure. You must come to sell not because you feel like sell is good. No, 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 no. You come to sell, I'm enjoying, I'm going to enjoy this sell, be nice or not nice, I'm going to make it, I'm going. I'm going to the branch meeting because I have to do it. This is my destiny. This is my calling. This is the kingdom of heaven. I, I've entered the kingdom. I'm going there. I'm going to pray for my leader who's passive so that the spirit will come to him. Yes. May God revive my leader so that he will awake from sleep. So that he doesn't speak like he's hungry every time. You know, there are leaders who will chase you away from the cell. They will chase you away from the branch. The people who don't prepare, they just, when they arrive, when they arrive, that's when they go through the material. They are reading for you. May the Lord have mercy. You must endure. Can you tell your neighbor, you must endure. Yes. You got married. You must endure, sister. That's part of marriage. 30 years of endurance. Long marathon run. You know endurance. Running. No food, running. No job, running. No house, running. I'm still married. You get it? Your mom and dad, they tell you, hey, we have the money, we have this. You say, thank you very much. I'm stretching my muscles. It is my turn to go through endurance. I'm enduring it. You're, you are learning to eat one, 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 one meal a day. Or not to eat at all. You are forced to fast. Not because you want to fast. You are learning. You are learning. You are on your journey to the supernatural. You are learning the ways of God. That you don't always have to have things. And then when you have things, it's then that you come to church. That's not Christianity. It's something else. Not working should not be something that makes you sad. So just say to the Lord, thank you, Jesus. That I don't have a job. I'm not the only one. I'm not the first one. You are blessed. You have a degree. Use your mind and do something. Others, they even, even they can't write their name. They do cross. When they go one their money cross finger the black spot on the paper. They don't even know how much money is coming. They know the money by when they one hundred rand yes. If you put ten thousand here, they wouldn't know how much it is. They can't count. Enjoy. Can you tell your neighbor? Enjoy. When we talk about sale, we talk about endurance. When we talk about the branch, we talk about endurance. When we talk about the conference, we talk about endurance. When we talk about being a Christian, we talk about endurance. Some places we run away from them because we know if we stay there, we will fall. So I, I, I'm enduring. I know 
they are having fun time. I'm not going to go and say, I'll drink Coca-Cola. Me. I will not drink Coca-Cola. I'm not coming. I'm not going to be there. The environment is not conducive for the person that I want to be. I'm enduring. Let them, let them celebrate. My season is coming. And I'm in my season. Hallelujah. The Bible says they endured as seeing him who is invisible. Listen, God is with you. Can you tell your neighbor, God is with you? He's here. Can you tell them? He's here. Yeah. The problem is you have no faith. Moses was taken. God is with me. He endured. Let's continue. Verse 28 so that we can finish. It says, through faith, he kept the Passover. What is the Passover? The sacrifice of Christ. He kept his salvation. He kept his salvation. In the midst of trials, hardship, difficulties, it says, and the sprinkling of the blood, lest that destroyed the firstborn should touch him. Salvation protects us. We are the firstborn of God. Can you tell your neighbor, I am the firstborn of God. Hebrews tells us, it says we are the firstborn. The next chapter tells us the same. Hallelujah. He says he refused because he understood the blood was the only thing that saved him and the firstborns are the ones that fulfill the call in the family. They are the ones that more is put on them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Satan could not touch him. Satan will not touch you in the name of Jesus. I said Satan will not touch you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 28. Verse 29, please. Our last verse. It says, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea. As by the dry land. As. By what? They passed through what? You will pass through your Red Sea. I said you will pass through your Red Sea. As if by the dry land. You see, David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For your rod and your staff comforts me. I will say of the Lord. I will say of the Lord. I will say of the Lord. Yes. I will say. That's when you have gone through the valley of the shadow of death. You pass through it. You look back. You realize that Satan and his demons have died because they couldn't leak your blood. Yeah, you pass through. He says, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by the dry land. Which the Egyptians are saying to, to do were drowned. The Egyptians tried to walk on water as well. Say, oh, they do it, we will do it. They do it, we will do it. Listen, it's not like that. I, I, I run, I have a church or churches. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody. Oh, he, he has done it. We will do it. Can you tell your neighbor, God is with me. God is with me. It's not by might, nor by power, but it is by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm powered by faith. I am powered by faith. In the blood of Jesus. Yes, we are powered by the blood of Jesus. We have faith 
that the blood of Jesus is the one that preserves us. The Bible says when the Egyptians tried to do the same, they were drowned. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Maybe you're here, it's the first time you're coming to our church, or you've been coming all along, but you know deep down in your heart that you have not received Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. I want to pray together with you this evening. God has a good plan and a purpose for your life. God wants your life to prosper. If you are here, you say, Apostle, I want to receive Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. Lift up your hand wherever you're sitting. 